You're listening to DraftKings Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How annoying do you think the bartenders are with us right now? I, like, I'm trying to figure out whether they're actively avoiding being here because of Thomas. Yeah, me too. Thomas we, is the cameraman, Are we killing business? Yeah. Oddball. Welcome to Oddball. I'm Amino Hassan. That over there is the incomparably striped Charlotte Wilder. We got a great show for you guys today. Uh, a little bit later, we'll play a game called Hype Me Up, or as Charlotte calls it. Hype Me Up. There it is. Uh, but first, we got to start with James Harden's introductory press conference in Los Angeles, Charlotte. It happened yesterday. He's wearing full Clippers regalia. He addressed the, the, the media. And if you're thinking that, oh, he surely he's just like let bygones be bygones, and I'm excited for this new chapter in my life. You thought wrong. I'm not a system player. I am a system. Charlotte, that's I mean, the tip of the iceberg of the things that he said yesterday. I'm honestly impressed. I always I find it. Um, I don't know if inspirational is the word, but I find it really freeing when players, mm-hmm. instead of saying nothing in word salad, just go out there and are like. You, 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 you. I wish that I had the um, gumption to be so publicly antagonistic, but I, I don't like it when people are mad at me. So kudos to James Harden. Oh, walk a mile in my shoes. Why don't you? Let's play a little yeah, game, I know. Charlotte. Shall this, we? this is why the show works. I mean, the yin and the yang. I don't know if we're. We're the yin yang twins. Yeah. Um, Charlotte, let's play a game. Right. Okay. I've got in my hand a bunch of responses from Joel Embiid to some of James Harden comments because some of the comments feel very pointed at Joel Embiid. Uh, you've got James Harden's comments. So I'll play Embiid. Mm-hmm. You play Harden. And let's play <laughs> a little role play. Here we go. The dramatic role of a lifetime. Now, I want to, for the audience, I want to let you guys know. Sometimes I'm going to ad-lib a little bit off of Embiid's script. So bear with me. I'm, I'm an improvisational actor, okay? I'm not, I'm not a guy who just reads the lines straight off the script. So let's get it and started. And you know what I mean? I'm going to do that too. Okay. All right. Uh, Joel, I know we haven't really gotten to talk since I left Philadelphia, but I have a few things I'd like to say to you. Okay. The first is that I am not a system player. I am a system 
What's that supposed to mean? That's supposed to mean that I was asked to sacrifice during my time in Philadelphia and I got sick of it because I'm a superstar and the Clippers finally recognized that that's who I really am. Wait a second. We let you do your thing. In my opinion, we gave you the ball every single possession because you're really good. You're an amazing player. Obviously, being that greater, greater passer, I think we gave you the ball. We give you the ball every single possession to just go out, you know, and do your thing. And from there, you have to make decisions as far as getting guys open or getting looks for yourself. There's only so much I can do. I don't know what you're talking about, James. We gave you every opportunity to do what you wanted. I believe we had a chance to win together. We were right there, especially with the team that we had right now. What you're able to add and what you've done, what we've allowed you to do, giving you the ball every single possession, it's unfortunate, but I guess we just got to move on. Look, Joel, a lot of things lead to debates, and I don't really debate. That's not my job either. My job, my only job is to try to win. I just want to make that clear. I just want to be in the best position to win. And I thought we had that. Well, come try it. Shit won't work. <laughs> Look, I'm happy this situation got resolved and I'm happy for you. I hope you have a chance to succeed, make a lot of money, play good basketball, and be able to win. And I hope we both make the finals. But you're on the losing side of it and I'm on the winning side. Uh, this is my dramatic interpretation of what James Harden would say to that. He did not actually say this in his press conference. Are you just mad at me because I didn't go to your wedding and I skipped it to party with little baby and Bun B and PJ came with me? This is my dramatic interpretation of the response. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. You know, what? You know how expensive those weddings are? And I can't just invite everybody. So I made a very curated list. And you know, when my now lovely wife says to me, you think James is going to show up? I said, of course he's going to show up. That's my boy. That's my dog. Why wouldn't he show up? And to make matters worse, you took PJ with you. I wanted both of you guys there. And you stood me up. And I will never forget that. I will never forget that, James. This is now not my interpretation. This is now going back to James Harden's actual words. Well, it's well, obvious. It's the media's fault. I think when you're looking at our situation, at the situation, where, from where it probably came from, we couldn't do nothing. It was out of our control. So in that situation, you just got to go with it. I just knew people were going to talk and say you quit and all that stuff. But then the following summer, the other superstar there wanted to leave. So it's like, am I still the quitter? Look, the only thing I care about is winning. That's my focus. I hope we're all on the same page because that's all I want. The moment we're not on the same page, and that's a discussion for another day. But the guys here, we want to win, and we're going to do our best. That's well, I wish I was seven feet and could run and just dunk. Like, that takes no skill at all. Whoa, okay. Now, that feels like a very pointed criticism of me, James. If you want to say something, say something. Guess what? You know what I wish? I wish I could just eat and not do anything and come out of shape and party all the time and then decide, oh, I don't like it anymore. Trade me and do it every single year, every single year, every single conference, every single team. I, that's what I wish, you know. Seven feet. And you think it's easy? I wish you were so you could see how hard it is. People hitting you the whole time. Everyone thinking like you don't feel pain or something just because you're big. I think you sound like a giant crybaby. Also, um, did you catch uh, Suns Spurs game last night? Actually, I didn't. I, we were playing the game, and then we came back home. I was kind of tired, and you know, it was after media and all that stuff. You know, asking me all these questions about you, so I didn't really get a chance. What happened? Anything good? How about Minyama? Dude, when Minyama had 
38. Oh, freaking way. Who won? The Spurs. Oh, they won both. They, they won the back to back. Oh, my God. Wait, hold on. Did KD and Booker play? Uh, yes. Oh, this, this kid is something else, huh? Yeah, dude. I think we might be f***ed. Wait, hold on. Let me, let me pull up these. Hold on. Let me put up these highlights. Holy crap. He runs the floor like a gazelle. Look at him go. Are you watching this? Yeah, I watched it in real time, man. Oh I didn't play last night. <laughs> oh, my. This dude. Oh, I thought you. I mean, I didn't know they had TVs at the strip club. But, um, you know, I mean, look, it, this guy covers so much ground. Oh, oh, he ended the, he ended the half with a pull up three from deep. Yeah. OK. Like, this guy is unbelievable. Also, even if they don't have televisions, I have three phones and one of them is for strictly watching games. Joel. Yeah, uh, Robert Covington mentioned that. He said he's got to kind of get his SIM card out of there so he can get his contacts back. I can't help him with that. I'm not an IT guy. Uh, no, this is insane because it seems like he's adjusting to NBA basketball a lot quicker than any of us expected him to. Yeah, I think there's this, I don't know if you've watched this show called Oddball, but there's this guy, Amin, Great who show. kept being like, yeah, the Spurs are not even going to be good to start. And I feel like Wembenyama is sort of... Maybe he heard that. I don't know. And he was like, actually, I think I'm going to be very good. And we're going to beat the Suns, who have multiple superstars. I don't know, though. Dude, do you think it's going to make any difference when Bradley Beal comes back? Like, do you think they, if Beal's in that game, you think the Spurs win? First of all, let me just say, look, I agree with him. Let's pump the brakes. Remember, the Spurs started out pretty nice last season as well. And then they fell off a cliff. This is the early season kind of juice yeah, I get it, but like he's he's not it's not like he's unstoppable, though he looked unstoppable last night. And it's not like that makes everybody else on this team better, although they looked pretty good last night. I'm just saying, yo, trust me, I know about processes. I know how long this this process takes. I was a pretty good player too, you know. I still am. I'm I, I don't know if you checked, James. I'm reigning MVP. Yeah, look it up. I, That's me. I thought uh sorry, Joel, I thought you were doing I thought you were doing the role of Amin, saying you were a good player. God. I just feel like this girl, Charlotte, who's also on that show, thinks that the Spurs actually might be very good this season. And this just seemed, I don't know. I was watching it and I was like, I wish I could do that. I wish I was still 19 years old. I'm 34, dude. I'm exhausted. You look 44. Let me just say that right. right now. But also. It's the beard. <laughs> it is the beard. And also the, the gut. But also, I'm going to throw this out there. The Suns going to go through more rocky times before they figure it out. If they figure it out. Also, they've got to get through us Clippers in the West. Yeah, good luck with all that. All I got to do is worry about Giannis and Dame, who I don't think they're getting along, by the way. I'm just going to throw that out there, too. Yeah, me too. I was I, I tried texting Dame. I think it might have my number blocked. I don't know. I feel like people don't always like me. Uh, I do well, I think you have to worry why, about the Celtics. I too, wonder man. why. Have you ever wondered if Chet Holmgren might be a descendant of Abraham Lincoln? Or if a UFC fighter could beat an alien in a fight? You might have not, and that's okay. But Shea Serrano and Jason Concepcion from the Six Trophies podcast have. If you love basketball, and more importantly, if you love fun, you've got to listen to Six Trophies, where Shea and Jason serve up the biggest moments from around the NBA with their brand of unbridled joy, banter, and pop culture side quests. 
Each week, they hand out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Stuff like the Denzel Washington in Training Day trophy, given out to the player or team having the best week around the NBA. Or the Lauren Hill you might win some dot dot dot, but you just lost one trophy. For the team or player that just can't get it together. Plus a bunch more trophies for all the good, bad, or just plain head-scratching moments around the NBA. This playoff season, you'll want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Every day, there are hundreds of NBA players, coaches, and personnel who walk around with the weight of the world on their shoulders. So much stress, so much pressure, Charlotte. No outlet. Everyone telling them what they're doing wrong. Nobody there. They give them the boost that they need to get through the day, except for one institution. It's called Oddball, and it's called... Hype me up. There it is. That's right, hype me up. We each get a name of a person or entity. We throw it to our co-host, who then has to come up with some inspirational talk to pep them up, to make them feel better. Charlotte, are you ready? I am. Nobody understands how hard it is to have that much pressure, and we are here to relieve a little bit of it. Amin, let's go. Zion and Brandon Ingram were both out with injuries last night, yet the Pelicans still beat Detroit without them. So I guess you are hyping up Zion and Brandon Ingram. Zion. Brandon. This is incredible. This is amazing. I know it might feel a little bit like, oh, we weren't there. I wish we'd been there to help get this win. First of all, it was the Pistons. You probably didn't really need to be there. However... This means that you guys have a little bit... Talk about taking the pressure off. You guys have a little bit of some breathing room now because CJ McCollum, he had 33 points. Uh, Matt Ryan had 20 points, which is wild because I thought he had retired from football, but here we are. Um, And this just means that you guys can get to sit back and watch your team flourish. And when you get in there, are you kidding me? We thought the Celtics had a good game with 155 points and eight guys in double digits. That could be you. That will be you. And you know what? You are the future, and I believe in you, my dudes. Go get him. There it is. She slipped it in right at the end. Went the whole time without saying dude, and then there it is. All right, what you got to zig me? when they zag. I mean, all right, are you ready? I'm ready. Clippers president of basketball operations, Lawrence Frank, calls Harden a ceiling raiser 
and he's confident he'll make necessary sacrifices to mash. Sorry. Whoa, wait, whoa. Do you, you see what I see? I see vaulted ceilings, buddy. I see those ceilings rising up. You got it, Lawrence. I'm going to tell you right now. You got it, and he is going to make sacrifices. You know how I know? You know how I know? Did you listen to that press conference? All he talked about was, I made all the sacrifices. Did you read the Ramona Shelburne report? All he talked about was all the sacrifices he did. Nobody respected him for, but guess what? You do. You and the Clippers, you guys respect him for those sacrifices. You're going to pat him on the back and let him know, hey, buddy, job well done. And he is going to raise your ceiling. Because I watched that Lakers-Clippers game the other night, and your offense in the second half, kaput. It was just ISO, ISO, ISO. Nobody was able to create for anybody else other than themselves. James will help you with that. Lawrence, you got it, man. You got, you guys did it. They said it couldn't be done. They said, hey, they're going to have to include the untouchable Terrence Mann. You said, no, Terrence Mann, untouchable. They said, hey, you're going to have to give up on hometown kid Norman Powell, who went to UCLA. And you said, nope, Norman Powell, staying. They said, hey, nobody wants Nicola Batum. He's 112 years old. He's retiring next year after the Olympics. You said, yep, they're going to take it. And they did. They did. You control this. You're the man, Lawrence. You're the man. Wow. Nobody, nobody tell Lawrence that the reason they accepted it is because they just want to get rid of James so bad. Nobody puts Lawrence in a corner. Uh, <laughs> Charlotte, right. Billy Donovan is who you're hyping up again after Zach Levine's response about the players-only meeting. Please explain Zach Levine's <laughs> response about the players-only meeting before you begin to hype up Billy Donovan. Oh, Billy, you are not making this easy for me, my dude. Okay. Uh, Levine said, a team meeting is when guys collectively call themselves in and talk about things. We didn't have a team meeting. I think it's a basketball conversation. You get your ass kicked on the first day and we're having conversations from top to bottom. If we don't want coaches in there while we are talking, then it's not a team meeting. It's players talking amongst ourselves. I don't know if coach got that misunderstood or not. Yikes. So I guess you got to hype up Billy Donovan now. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh my God. I've never seen you so defeated in this segment. Billy, remember last, Billy. Okay. Billy, my dude. Last week I was like, listen, um, this is fine. You're starting. The, if you start with low expectations, the only place to go is up. I might have been I might have given you a little bit of false hope but now you're really uh at rock bottom it seems in terms of how your players feel about you because not only did they say it wasn't a meeting they said it was a conversation that they didn't want you there for which I would assume means they were talking about you and this just gives you even more of a reason to go in there and win them over you got to go in there and you got to be like guys I hear you even you know what address Zach be like Zach I get it you're frustrated man you're saying things in the media that are getting back to me. And I just want you to know, I'm not angry. Billy, you're not angry. You just want to heal things. You just want things to get better. And you're going to say to him, let's have a basketball basketball conversation, you and me. And um, and he'll, he'll respect that. And so, Billy, this is actually great. This is great for you because now when, when the bar is on the floor, you can really just step over it. So um, the fact that he's still talking about it a week later, though, that's... Oh, man. Uh, uh, well, you know, we'll come back to that, I'm sure, at some point. Uh, probably next week when Zach Levine says something else about it. Uh, you have to hype up Bradley Beal watching Devin Booker return from injury to join Kevin Durant and lose against the Spurs. You're hyping up Bradley Beal. Brad, listen to me, man. 
I know it looks bad. Team struggling a little bit. They lost last night to a bunch of babies, like and the freak monster baby as well. Don't worry about it because actually, come here, look close. I'm gonna tell you something. Actually, this is in your favor. That's right. The team is struggling, Brad, without you. You get to be the big hero when you come back. You said, hey, you guys had all that time to play without old Brad. And what did you get done? Zip. Zilch. Nothing. Nada. You lost to the Spurs twice. You lost to the Lakers. Now you get to walk in and say, hey, guys, you did it your way. It didn't work that well. Now let's do it my way. And then when the Suns end up going on this huge run through the season and the playoffs, guess who they're going to be carrying on their shoulders? You. That's who, Brad. So just, you know, stick with me here. Just slow, slow play it. Make sure your back is fine. You know, let them kind of struggle a little. And then when you come in, you put on that cape. You save the day. And tell them what mean sent you. Wow. Yeah. That was a great one. Thank you. Vern Fleming. Vern. After uh, Kevin Durant's game against the Spurs last night, he is now seven assists away from moving up the NBA all-time list. Durant has 4,287 career assists, which ranks 100th. He can pass Vern Fleming for 99th with uh, seven assists. Vern Fleming is at 4293. So you have to hype up Vern Fleming, who might be knocked down from 99 to 100 uh, in a few days. This is my favorite kind of hype up. I love hyping up guys whose records are about to be broken because everybody sees it as a negative. Everybody sees it as, oh, my God, Vern, you're about to be usurped. KD is about to take over. Who cares? Vern, your record stood for so long. Your record stood for so long. Do you know how hard it is to even have a record in the NBA? Most guys don't. Also, quick aside, it is insane that there are 98 people who have more assists than that. That feels like a lot of assists to me. Anyway, Byrne, I just think that this is a testament to what you did for the game of basketball because you now have someone, one of the best players in the league right now, coming up behind you. First of all, he hasn't gotten there yet. Second of all, he's following in your footsteps. And you have set the bar so high that now you're just watching the game that you helped build keep growing and get better. So Vern, congrats. You're a legend. Also, when was the last time somebody hyped you up? So I don't know if you're we can keep, welcome. I, I don't know if we can keep going back to that well, right? Like, hey, Vern, okay. guess what? You drop down a hundred, you're still top one hundred. Right? Also, sure. hey Vern, you did it in twelve years. You only played 893 career games. Kevin Durant, on the other hand, no one wants to talk about this. This stat compiler, he's been in the league since 2007. That's 15 years. He's played 991 career. It's 100 more games. 100 more games. Why wouldn't he Vern, you were just out there just passing everybody the ball. You were efficient, Vern. You walked on the floor and you were doing that. You were doing that. You weren't jacking shots. You were finding people. And guess what? We'll remember you, even if you drop down to 101. Who's who's next on the list who could catch him, by the way? I will remember I'll, I'll tell you right now also, who's next on the list. I am sweating in my Nancy Myers outfit today, let me tell you. Vern, you're in trouble, bro. <laughs> Vern, Vern, you might be in trouble. Uh, all right. I mean, your last one. Give it to Sorry, me. I I had a moment there where I was on a high of a hiking <laughs> up. That felt good. Uh <laughs> You have to hype up Jordan Poole 
because he heard what you said about him on yesterday's show. And he's exactly 1,000% the person that I thought he was. Hey, Jordan, first of all, thanks for watching the show. It's a labor of love, but you know, we put our one foot ahead of the other every day and try to make it happen, Charlotte and I. Um, so, about what I said about you, uh, it's not that I don't like you, it's I don't like the way you play basketball, and what you're doing in Washington kind of feels like making a mockery of the game. Now, having said that, Hmm. There are people on the internet, apparently, who think that, like, well, if the Wizards aren't going to win, they might as well be entertaining. And I guess they're defining what you're doing as entertaining. Um, at the very least, what I can say is, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Because Oddball kind of exists because we like to talk about these weird angles and different stories off the beaten path and stuff. And so every time you do something that's erratic or just not uh, in the vein of competitive nature um, that actually helps us and creates better content for us which allows us to talk about you more and you know everyone knows it's an attention economy right like ha, 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 everyone's got to get their mentions and their clouts and stuff and 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 this is how you keep yours going no one will forget you playing on the worst team in the league if you keep doing things like that so that i talk about it so guess what i'm helping you help me i'm helping you help me and we're both keep making money because of it. How about that? Keep missing those shots. Keep missing those yeah, shots. Keep in that way, though. Don't do it in a boring way. Do it in a spectacularly no, no, no. embarrassing way. Yeah, please shoot a three, turn around, and then miss. Yeah, or, or like turn your back to Christos Porzingis and do some lazy behind-the-back dribble and uh, like a shimmy and a turnaround and get blocked. Like those, and always, 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 if you're up down 20, if you're down 20, make sure you maximize the showboating. And like to indicate to people that you have no idea or care what the score is and everything's going to work out great for the both of us. You're my guy. Draymond Green is too busy working on team chemistry to work on his podcast. Draymond, okay. Uh, you haven't had a podcast episode come out since July, mm -hmm. which that seems like a sacrifice. That seems like a pretty big thing not to do. You had a bunch of downloads, man. You... Let me just what? say this real quick. As a podcaster, yeah. not good. Not good to go dark that long. People exactly. are, are creatures of habit. So Yeah, you had a you had momentum, you had a listener listenership, you had a following, you were charting regularly. I mean, those episodes. Yeah. Anyway. So this is actually very impressive to me that you took time off to work on team chemistry, to work on basketball. You got rid of a distraction. You were locked in. And here's what you said recently about team chemistry. I just want everyone to know. Last year, we had an awful team as far as chemistry goes. Mm. Pathetic. We look at last year and say, oh, man, this team hasn't lost a Western Conference series under Steve Kerr. And then it happens. The big reason why is our chemistry sucked. Last year was horseshit. It was hard to come to work. This year, you see the joy on guys' faces when they come in the building. You got guys staying over two or three hours after just sitting around talking getting here two or three hours early just to be here, you start to see that and be like, okay, this is a group that likes being together. Draymond, as someone who definitely had nothing to do with the team chemistry issues last year, I say, congrats. You are fostering a sense of community. You are bringing men together. You are making, you're probably talking about your feelings in there. 
And you have done this at the expense of a very, very successful podcast, which is hard to do. I don't know if you know this. There are a lot of podcasts out there. And I commend you. I think this year, who says no? You're going to the finals. The only thing that can stop you is if Chris Paul starts a podcast. But I like that. I like how that ended. I like how you landed the plane. Thank you. I can't get all the way around. How's he still going? Pastor. Pastor. Charlotte. Yeah. I'm stuck. Me too. <laughs> <laughs>